0: Piece they put out now recently do recently I don't know what year it was. Top Shapel, that's long ago. Um Revolba used to say in the mirror So they this Talmud put out the from Revolva in the mirror. It's three volumes. One is on the Parshi sotara one is on the by the and one is on different topics. Um, so this is so this is on from Avoba on Parshat Yisrael. He starts with the post, of So don't get nervous. He starts with a posseg of Parsha's Bashala. <laughs> We Bashalach. We, I know that I didn't sleep through Parshat Bashalach. and wake up and think, oh my gosh, it's 70 years later. Yeah. <laughs> right? And the uh, Chani Hamagal, or the American version of Rip and Winkle, but okay. But... Um, So um, the Postak says by the by the by the mon the mon is given daily. Manish Rabba says, you the the way you act, that's how you treat it. Rosh gave us the Torah, that we should learn the Torah, Yom Yom. Shemar Asher he Odom, Shemar Lishka al-Dol Suhissai, Yom Yom, is fortunate to be the person who comes to be shayken al-Dol Suhissai, comes to the door, the, the doorway to the base Medrash. Yom Yom. And we see Yom Yom Yidrashun, because you've done that, Chayyechem, Shaspi'a eschem lechem in the Yom So you get one every day. Lloyd and then brings the positive by the month. Every day the brashim yamoslan means the brashim puts a put, loads us up with benefit. They, those are well, what the brashim are the ones the brashim carries from the time they're born. Okay, so now so. The revolt takes the fascinating thing out of the, of the Medrash. The, the Medrash is saying because Kleistel is therefore they get, they get the Pranossa Yam and they get Bracha Yam So there's a, unique, there's a unique element of Yom Yom. So um, before I go into his point, I just want to, I just want to say, Giba Haqdamal. And Revolban Ali Shur, Kelly Bays says that, um, because of the morale, the morale moral says that the way you learn a garata is not the same way you're supposed to learn Hilchasa. There's two parts to Shas so there's a garata, there's Hilchasa. So Hilchasa, we, we learn Hilchasa, we have a process of Shaklimatarya. We ask, we answer, we probe, we challenge, we modify, and we clarify by doing that. So the morale says, "That's not how you learn a goddess. So. now, you look at the morale. Morale multiple times, and he explains the goddess. He has questions and answers, and explains, and he differentiates, etc. So it sounds very similar to the way he's learning a goddess. So Rabbi so, Mordechai brings from the, the altar from Kellum that. Amaymer Chazal, by Galatot, he uses the following analogy, is like a star. And Musar is the, stel- the telescope which allows you to see the star. That's the, the, the mashal that the altar uses. So, the mashal. I once saw a piece from Rabbi Chatzka Levenstein and he quotes the Ma'amar Chazal and he says the Chazal are addressing the, the problem of Gaiva. You look at the Ma'amar Chazal and you could argue that it's discussing Gaiva because they are discussing multiple things. Where do you see in this Ma'amar Chazal that's referring to Gaiva? So, imagine a person who spent a large part of their life analyzing the challenge of Gaiva. Recognizing what causes people to have Gaiva, what types of Gaiva there are, how you can correct Gaiva, and has an intimate understanding of Gaiva. And he opens up this gemara, and he sees this Gazala and says, Oh my gosh, this is I is talking about Gaiva. Comes along with the only person who never, never probed at him about Gaiva and says, I don't think so, I think it's talking about something else. So, how are you going to explain to that person? How are you going to prove it to him, someone Gaiva? You can't, because you're not talking the same language. Once you have the telescope, You've taken the Musa, you've worked through the, the, the part of God is addressing the, the nature of man. It's addressing the nature of God's made the. A person who's went beyond the narrow scope of looking at it to see it in all of its technicolor, all of the different variations, etc. because that's what it means working on becoming aware of how human beings function, all that the Musa does. He sees what Huzal is saying. If you don't do that, I can't have a conversation with you. I can't prove it to you, because we're not on the, we're not, we're not on the same page. A person who's uh, a, a crude, a crude uh, marshal, a person who's uh, military, a military strategist, he's going to look, look at a, a battle and see points of the battle that you, you don't see. And he's going to say that oh, this was a battle which is primarily about the, the understanding of how to use this type of technology. He says I don't think so. I disagree. <laughs> Just prove it to me. I'm, I'm wrong. i am I wrong? You don't have anything about the, You don't know the slightest thing about what, what the military strategy is, and you're saying that, that you think this right. So I, I can't prove you wrong. I can't have a conversation with you because we're not we're, we're not on the same page. So in the world of Agatha, there's also things understanding. Anything that worked. The effort of understanding Gemara is in the Gemara. The effort of understanding Agatata is in the person. You have to make you the telescope. Hazal didn't write it blatantly that every any person could pick it up. They wrote it in a way which if you are schooled you will, you will get it. And if not, you won't. So you have to be schooled. Haggadah Hilges they wrote it in a way where anybody can open up and say and try and work through the Gemara by learning it, reviewing it questioning it you can figure it out over here, that's not going to cut it I, there are many people who present their Musrashir in the form of a question and answer it's a mistake a person has an idea which speaks to them, it, it, it motivates them, it inspires them. And they realize it, they understand it. They say, oh my gosh, well, now that I understand that, I realize this and this and this and this and this. So they use that to it helps them understand, clarify many other things. Now when they present it to you, they say, okay, listen, we have this kazala over here. It doesn't make any sense because that's gazala over here. But now that we know this, you so both things make sense. So when they present to you, they present to you as a question and an answer. That's how they're presenting it. But that's not how you got to it. You didn't get it through a question. You got it through because you came to a clarity because this idea inspires you, speaks to you, etc. So Revolvo's going to see in this Maimur Khazal something which I would not automatically have seen in this Maimur Kazal. I think it fits in the Maimur Khazal. But uh, he's going to build the, the whole Maimur on this point, which you could argue that's not that's not the point of the Medrash. But once you, hear, you see what he's saying, you can see realize... That makes that, that really, it, it sounds like that's what the Medrash just said. So, So the verse wants us to be using the Torah day, day. So what's the point of day, day? We already know, so we have to learn Torah day and night, which means all the time. So, learning Torah all the time, learning Torah day-day is not the same thing. That's what Robb wants to point out, the the point of the matter. Learning Torah all the time does not indicate that there is a fresh approach every time. I'm learning the same thing all the time. Learning Torah day-day means each day is its own act of learning Torah. Each day you... Each day, seek out a It should be a new act of seeking. Every day, your learning is is fresh. Um, okay. Um, so, so he wants to explain that. Well, let's just touch on that for a second. Uh, the gifter, one of the challenges of putting up She Was Swarm, they are putting up She Was Swarm on different Mesechnes, is that each time he learned Gomorrah, he wrote, he wrote copiously. But each time he started from scratch, he didn't look at his old notes. I'm willingly more fresh with, with a new mind how I understand it. So we could have four sets of notes on a on a piece of gemara. Which one do you publish? They don't necessarily agree. Right. So which one is the one that you would, is the one you're supposed to publish? And Labdaf gets the latest one. It, it it could be the the one which he saw in this period of time. Really, is the one which. If you knew the Rosh Hashima, that's the one that made the most sense, of the one he really would want to be printed. So this is the challenge of publishing his forum. And they they've sort of addressed this problem. They will they will publish the same idea. If if they see something different, they'll actually publish the, the, the in, in the forum. you'll have this thing and they'll put the date on it, and then this thing will put the date on it, because everything was pretty much dated. Um, and they'll tell you what when he said it. And you'll look at it and say, okay, okay, now which so which one is he? What do you do? Um, the point is not to keep learning the old, it's learning it new. Now, the Revolver wants to explain this idea. It has that to enter our heart. The point of learning Torah is not just that it's in the mind, it's, it's, it's supposed to be absorbed as part of who we are. So, where, what's the connection to Yom Yom? The person commanded the thing this day. So, because I'll pick up on this person the that commanded this day, he commanded it 3,000 years ago. It shouldn't be like an old decree of the king. Shannon himself was always excited about. So the, the the, the middle of the, the town square, you have your big bulletin board. The town, the town crier comes in. Uh, new, new new proclamation from the king. Everyone wants to see what the king say. Ah, it's been there for days. No, no, it's a new every day. It's a new proclamation. <laughs> By do, make, making it then it goes into the heart. In other words, the person learns because that's what he's used to doing. He just, that's what he's accustomed to. It's not going to go in slave. And if you get lave, you learn. So there's a feeling of newness. Um, every day. And it says in this week's parasha. Say so many So say, "But on that day, not on this day. She used to return Hadoshim, Ella Kilo Hayam Ditnu. Kilo Matantura Hoyo Hayam. May not the wrong it's the same idea. Um he'll give one more explanation, but let, let, let's um maybe make it a little more a little more palatable. One of the biggest challenges we have uh, learning maybe it's, it's a little bit easier to do davening again and again the same words with true emotion is very difficult. I'm saying the same words again and again and again and again. But as we pointed out, that's not necessarily true. A husband says to his wife, I love you, he uses the same words, I love you, and he, he'd say it with, with feeling and with passion, with emotion, thousands of times over his lifetime. I mean, well, it sounds old. <laughs> I love you. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. I think I told you once, um, like Yeshiva should joke about this husband. There's a concept in the halacha called chazakah. So once you stab with something, it remains that's the reality. So prove it otherwise. So, husband says to his wife, I'm going to tell you right now, I love you. So it would remain like that until I prove otherwise. So you you can assume <laughs> that that's the assumption that you know that I I I continue to love you forever. Right? So it ain't gonna fly, right? <laughs> Obviously. So um, the element of the element of repetition doesn't have to be by definition doesn't have to be doesn't have to be roads. We sort of think repetition ends up being by rote, by roads. That's not necessarily true. Um, taking that, that an- analogy a step further, as a relationship grows, the words may take on different meaning. So even if the relationship would say the same, the person could, could still muster passion because it's something which he's passionate about. But the reality is that an elderly couple who's lived through many lives life's vicissitudes together. And challenges that have been of each other for, for many, many years. Feel the closest, which an only couple can't, can't 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 fathom. So, the words mean something different, even though they're the exact same words. So, this idea that we can be quote unquote learning the same thing and see it with fresh eyes and. It, it, it's not something which is beyond our comprehension. Um, I, I think I told you I, I spoke for the, the fifth grade boys for the Chazhal's um in Torah school we a few weeks ago. So um, I was very emotional. that the boys are getting their Gamoras. This is gonna be what the, this could be this is gonna be their companion for the rest of their life. They'll be learning Gamor. Right. They've, they've moved into a whole new level of of, of learning. And this is it. This is gonna be what they're gonna be learning. Deeper, more expansive, but this is going primarily the, from this point on this is gonna be Gamora. And this is the day they're getting the Gamoras. It's like this is like an extremely emotional moment. they um, said to the boys, they're trying to get cap- capture capture a what to work for, for fifth graders. Um, I'm not the greatest at these type of stuff. Oh, yeah. So, the idea that you could, you know, since you can learn Gomorrah, and the primary style when we learn Gomorrah is not Rebbe Talmud, it's, it's, it's Khrusha. And you argue and you fight about what the, what the words mean. Eventually, you realize that one of you was right. So how do you react? So let's imagine that you have two boys which are passionate hockey fans. And that they they, they just they, they 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 love hockey. They love everything about hockey. They love watching the games. They love playing hockey. They love getting hockey paraphernalia. One day they have this idea that you know why don't we write to one of the hockey greats a letter, and see, he should explain to us like what we should be doing. We want to become very, very good at playing hockey. So they, they pick one of the hockey greats, you
1: know,
0: Bobby Orr, I don't, know, I don't know who, Mike Gretzky, Mike Gretzky. yeah, right. And you, uh, they write to him. And to their delight, they get a letter back a few weeks later with a long letter, thanking them so much for contacting them and explaining what he did, how he, he did to have to become the player that he was. So, I mean, you can, they're delighted. they got the letter from their, their, their this is their hero. They got this letter. He wrote it out. He took the time to, to write out to them, thanked them for writing.' They're just they're, they're just delighted. And they read the letter once. And they, read, they read the letter a second time. They read it a third time. Someone says, "You know why are we reading it again?" I said, well, it's just so excited reading it because this is Wayne Guretsky wrote us a letter. It doesn't diminish with time they, it's like I, and that's how they start reading it, and they're not sure what he meant, but they realize that, he, that they can't bother him. He's not gonna answer the phone. Right? Man's a busy person. So they're gonna have to figure out what the letter said. So this one says, I think he meant this. and that I think he meant that. And they go back and forth and they argue him, and they make the Ukim and the letter later on, and they, everything like that. And one day they realize, all of a sudden they realize, you know, that the, the first guy is right. So says, eh, ah. hey, listen, so, so uh, I I know you're right, but the mice like you know my my, my ego. Uh, I don't hear what it has to say because you said, oh, "Listen, put your ego aside." I don't know what it meant, what, what the letter said, so I'm, I'm not happy that you figure out more than me, but I appreciate the fact that now we know what it means. Because what's important to me is what it says here. Right? So, so there's two things which we, the 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 marshal explains to you is the idea that it's really important to figure out what it means. And you can set aside your ego when you find out what it means because the real goal was not who's right, but what, it, what does it say in the text. Number one. And number two, it's possible to read the text multiple times with, with uh, an excitement. Now imagine that uh, the person starts playing hockey and they start t- taking, taking some advice to things they suggested. They start playing hockey. And they go back and read the letter again. And they realize now that they're actually playing hockey that there's really... He meant a little bit something more specific than they imagined originally. Because they did not understand this type of level of, of, of expertise in playing hockey. So now they go back and they look at say, Oh my gosh, he meant this! I didn't notice that before! But now that I've played hockey, I realize that's what he means. Imagine they go back a little later and say, oh my gosh, we got it all wrong! He really meant that! So it's the same words... But you can see, find layers and layers of understanding as, as you, the, the, your, your relationship with, with, with the letter, with the sport, changes and grows, so what you see in the text changes and grows. That's what we're talking about. That if you remain stagnant as a person, you're not going to see more of the Torah than you saw before. But if people are hopefully are not stagnant; they're growing, and as they're growing, they're going to see something new in the text. They're going to approach it with fresh eyes. You know, as you know, they set it out as you know, twelve-year-olds. Now the twenty-year-olds, you know, they're saying, you know, like, you know, you know, I have, a better, I have a good idea. Let's take away all of our preconceived notions of what he meant and read it again from scratch. You can see somebody doing that. A much more sophisticated. I, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, like always assumed he meant this, and it's, it's it's going to be a distraction. I want to read this thing from fresh. from With my new level of understanding, I want to read it fresh. It says, you might see something new. So that's what it means to learn Torah. Because there's going to be, so, Oysi Yomir Yodrushin means that every day, the person is, is, has a newness to them, which allows them to say, I'm going to, I'm going to be, to be Darvish today. I'm going to go and figure it out today. Not based on what was yesterday, but based on what, where I am right now. That allows... The, that uh, it comes from a depth of, of a connection, and it enhances the connection. The more I see in this letter, the more the letter meets to me. The more it directs me and guides me, the more I, I connect... So what's there? The more it's played a role in my development over many different layers, the more it means to me, the more I connect to it. So this idea that there's a freshness in learning, and the fresh approach to learning. I had a harusa for, for many years. So there's, in, 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 so here's a challenge in the world of learning There are many ways to look at a piece of Gomorrah. and we'll, we'll argue you can have X amounts of different mafashim looking at the same Gomorrah and seeing something, something different in it. Sometimes a, a, a totally opposite points out of a Gomorrah. This one sees uh, uh, the X is true. This says no, no, no. It's, uh, the X is not true. Right. But there's a certain approach how you read a Gomorrah, within range. Let's say a person comes in and says, you know, that, that he says, you know, we're we've been learning Gomorrah all wrong. Gomorrah is basically a codex for, the, that the rabbis put in to teach us how to do graphology. <laughs> probably wrong! And having a is not like me. I think that's what it means. So I can't answer that. If that's what you think it means, that's what you think it means. So there is a range of what's considered an accepted approach out of the time of Gomorrah, or something like you're coming from Mars when you have your approach. Part of the training of learning Gomorrah in yeshiva is to give you a range of what's a a samorah which is considered... uh, within the range of a normal way to look at something. And what's this, a conspiracy theory in a Gemara? The guy told me uh, yesterday he has a conspiracy theory about how, about. Now one of the ways you figure that out, I believe, is by looking at the earlier, earlier before ship. If you're shot, nobody said before you, It's either the the parishioner left you the opportunity to find something new that nobody else had had before you, or you're totally off. Two two options. Uh, I'm more inclined towards the second one than the first one. But that being said, there's some people sometimes within that range, because they have a little bit different background, they see the Gemara with with totally different eyes the way you see see the Gemara. I had a like that. And some days it was utterly frustrating because, like, why are you looking at the Gomorrah like that? That's not you looking at the Gomorrah. Sometimes it was like, oh my gosh, that's such a beautiful way to look at the Gomorrah. It helped me understand things like, which I wouldn't have figured out otherwise. Because he was coming with a totally fresh, his mind just looked at things differently. He didn't have the same shiva background that I had. I spent a lot more years than him. So he sort of made up the approach a little bit by himself based on what he had done, etc., There are times I think I thought he was like off, that's just like not within the pale of what's evaluated and looking at a Gemara. But a lot of times I said, Oh my god, it's like such a fresh way of looking at a Gomorrah. It was so much fun. And frustrating. But <laughs> combination of the two, right? There's times that like, you know, that sort of gives you did. I said, I'm not starting with this Gomorrah from the last time. I'm starting from fresh. What do I see that what do I see now that the Gomorrah is telling me? What is Rashi saying? What is Tosin saying? What am I hearing from the Gemara? What, what's the message of this Gemara? This Gemara is being mechalish X, Y, Z, whatever it is. But it comes from the the, the we develop. Reverend Cutler R- R- writes that in one place, that our goal is to know shas. So, now that's a very big challenge because there's there's over, there's over 2700 dopam of a gemara. And the yeshiva, the yeshiva's pace nowadays, you know, you know the person who lives in yeshiva packs about 20 blad of gemara a year for Seder. It's, it's going to take a long time <laughs> to finish all of Shas. So okay, case so you learn Shas Bikiyas, that's not the goal, of Shas we learn Shas Bikiyas. Go through all Go to all of Shas Learning it well, at that in depth. So somebody came to Rebbe and he said, "Like, what I just it's, what's going to be?" So Aaron said to him that there are different types of progressions. There's there's a, there's a geometric progression, there's an there arithmetic progression. So arithmetic progression is one, two, three, four, five. There's a geometric progression which is two, four, eight, sixteen. As you learn, as you develop, as you understand the ability to understand a gemara and absorb a gemara and get to the to the core of the gemara, which is really the goal—not just the words, but the core of what the gemara is saying—is going to it's going to be be enhanced and going to be accelerated. So you're proje- projecting based on where you are now. How long will it take you to to learn all those shots. But you're assuming that you remain with the same abilities. So that's incorrect. You develop develop exponentially, and learning shas goes more quickly than the, I once some, tell somebody like you know, I had a rebbe who used to finish shas every month. All shas every month. All shas every month. But he is not the not <laughs> um, He had a he had a all of he had all shas in one volume. It had no ration of it just had the words of the Gomorrah. So it was one well, no, I was thick, But like, he didn't rush Tosis. So somebody said, like, how can you do that? I said, well, after the 50th time, it's easy. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you know, you know, at that rate, the, the four years, you know, four years, he's told him 50 times already. Like, you know, uh, he used to pound the Gomorrah. Like, a second set, he would stand there in his office, and he would just focus for hours straight and just go through Latar Gemara. Um, it, does, it definitely speeds up. But at the same time, that enhanced ability also allows you to look at that same Gemara and say, I need to start from scratch. I need to look at this again. I need to, I need to see that. There's, there, I, I know there's more here. And now with my enhanced ability, I want to see what it is. I'm not happy with just letting it be the same. That's to be sure what to feel also. I'm not say a, a, a six-year-old. He, there's a person, it's a diligent individual. He learned to focus on the, what the words mean. He's 15 years old. And now he's 60 years old. And he's doing it with the same focus. That's pretty impressive. No, it's not. It's impressive, but, right? Because a lot of people shall lot worse than that, right? But you, your 60-year-old self only sees in the words of tefillah the same words a 15-year-old saw in the, in the, in the words of tefillah. It has, it has the same meaning to you. You've seen it so much more about life. You've so much more about yourself, about the world. You have so much to be thankful for you have so much to be concerned about. You have so much more to talk to God's about. So why, why does your tefillah look the same when you're 16 and when you're 15? The answer is because it's not tefillah. It's just saying words. And you're a big tzaddik. You say words thinking about what the words mean. The tefillah is an act of talking to your creator. Learning is the act of the Russian talking to us. I once heard this... Um, that line... first time I heard that line, interesting was... I wasn't... Um, I was coming from... So in my local... In my, my neighborhood that I lived in, there was an Orthodox shul, which is still listed as Orthodox in the Cleveland Jewish News, Means they called they felt orthodox, but it had a microphone. It had mixed seating. Um, the rabbi was the rabbi had passed away. The rabbi was the orthodox. He used to dive actually in the side room. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a shamish that was was this old yeah that's over in the neighborhood. He dive into the side room, and he used to he used to he was the Balkari and the Baltikia, et cetera. He would come out from the side room for laning and stuff like that. Um, but. Um, so, there was a conservative r- r- rabbi in the neighborhood who used to who used to come down in there, and he would he would speak. And I don't remember exactly what the occasion was, but he made that comment. He says, "Tefilah is man talking to God, and terrorism is God talking to man." And I remember that stuck with me. Like. No. 1973. Okay, I don't know. Was that fifty years ago? Um, both of those conversations should, should definitely be enhanced. Um, let's do one more, pair, one more piece, piece, part of it, and then we'll, we'll hold it. So this word, there's a shout of what it means. Pierce like b'Targum that the word lo means loy It didn't end. That voice is, is, is still there. It wasn't nefsak So the altar from Kisebaltus said The voice is still there. Okay, Ma Shem Chazal Shiyu de Chadoshim Kli Yom Nitnu, and Zeraq Kiilu Hayom Nitnu. A Berahu Shachol Hashem Shoi B'Ramah Ras Sinai Who Called to me Who Nishma Gam The voice is still still being heard. Nishshu B'Chol Hayom Klai Yisrael B'Ramah Ras Sinai V'Shemayas Tovar Hashem Shum Kach Ha'Eisa Katara Hu Hayom so what does he mean? The main one shakai sala yeah, hidam his conscious to me. this bukoyam. There's a newness every day. Kashwam Machadash Bhokoyam to me must have Brahishis. Khloyam Bhubriya Kadasha. Looks the same, smells the same. But the br the create, each day the brusham is giving the bubriya its kiyus. That's a, there's there's a newness to the world. It's brand new. What was yesterday does not make what's gonna be today. The brush has to, as we were, decide to give it existence again. I mean it's, it's a truth, one I mean I'm sure I have like I can touch on the concept in the mice. But if a person would be able to internalize that the reason why I'm alive today has nothing to do with yesterday. It's because person gave me life today, and that the act of giving me life today was independent of the fact that I got life yesterday. So today is a brand new amount of life which I got. So a person wakes up and says, "Oh my gosh, I'm alive! This is something brand new." He's going to approach everything in his day differently. His davening is different. His learning is different. His relationship with his children is different. Relationship with his wife is different, because. Today is a, today is not a continuation of yesterday. Our challenge is that today is that we look at today as a continuation of yesterday. So it, it, it's, there's, no heat, there's no there's no there's no We we are excited about new things. We are bored out of old things. Dating is boring because it's old. Um, relationships get stale. Jobs get Uninteresting because you know I've been doing this the same thing again and again and again. Just I'm not interested, learning, whatever it is. And we look for something new. A lot of times the new, you know, the easiest way to get new is, is, is by negatives more than by positives sometimes, because you just want something. a teenager gets in trouble because just some just, just doing the regular stuff it's, it's boring to him. So let's do something. You know, not a good idea usually. <laughs> But that teenager who says, you know, I, I need something, I need to find newness in my life, and and, and channels that in a positive way. These are these the kids who all of a sudden, you know, are are, are multi millionaires by the time they're twenty because they came with this phenomenal idea. Because they, like, let's look at everything brand new, everything's exciting, every day is like let's try looking at it a different way. The reality is it's new. So the, the Baruchim gave put the Torah to, into the Shemas of Klal Yisrael. That act of Rosh putting the turrets the of the Shemitzah so kliyos is not; what was done once upon a time. Every day, the Russian is doing that to us, so we don't hear it with our ears. Um, the Mishnah says that every day there's a, there's a basket that comes up from Har Sinai. So there's this heavenly voice, Rosh is saying. Woe to the world that they're, that they're, they're, they're insulting the Torah. So Chazis, what I'm asked, like, what's the mission telling me? Like, what's the difference that there's this, so there's this beacon going out every day, right? We have the time o'clock, so there's this, there's a signal going out which is picked up by your your radio radio receiver all over the world, that this is the, the moment of time. So, there's this radio signal going out. And what's the receptor? Says so a person out of nowhere gets to to hear a shuvah. You know, I got I got to change. I got to grow. I have to do better. I'm not happy with where I am. You're hearing the Bosco, Chazanee says you're the is hearing that radio signal is going out. And occasionally you like uh, you have a, you have this atomic clock. And sometimes just doesn't pick up the signal because it's, it's interference. There's it's not in a good position. And then the next thing you oh, know, all of a sudden it's the signal is caught. Sometimes we don't hear the, the Basco from Harsina. Sometimes we do. But the, the the voice of harsinai is projecting all the time. If we relate to our learning like if we allow ourselves to relate learning like that, we would we would start hearing that. We would start realizing this is something fresh. It's, I'm not doing this because I did it yesterday. I'm doing it because right now I'm doing it. My my approach to Banu Hashem is. Well, since I did it, yes, I'm doing it again today. No, today is today. I'm just, I'm, I'm choosing to do this because this means something to me. I'd love to explain it better. The problem is I don't feel it enough myself to explain it better. But I think that. So, she says that. As, so each day expresses itself. I means there's something new about this day. I mean, a, it has a new expression. That's what, we, that's what we see. Each day It comes out a little bit different. So that's the Pshot that I see, There's a new act of seeking it out. That's what allows us to absorb it. That's the shot the post. When you do it like Akila was was given today, then it goes into your heart. Okay, that's.